Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Two Point Conversation. It is a Two Point Does College Football podcast episode right here for you with your boys, Brian and my man, Tyler, over there. Tyler, how you doing? What's going on? How are you? Good, man. Uh, good, good in college football world, not so good in professional <laughs> football and or hockey. The hockey team. Yeah, I know. Buffalo Sabres. Losers of five straight? Or is it? Five straight, and uh, it should be six tomorrow, probably. Mm-hmm. Playing Vancouver, but Vancouver's kind of, they're kind of hit or miss, too, so. I think in the end, Sabres should win. Okay. Here to hear but, first on the football podcast. Our local yeah, right. Who's going to win? Um, overall, week 11 was about as build. I don't, I don't walk away thinking too much more of one team or less, like, not, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, what do you think of, like, Ole Miss not being able to beat? Right, I'm totally confused. Ole Miss played Alabama. Yeah, and I, they lost. And they lost, right? So, j- just because Ole Miss wasn't able to take care of Alabama, like I was kind of hoping, thinking they would. Mm-hmm. Less of Ole Miss. They're still having a good year. It's not a great year. It's a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, another one, Oregon too, oh, falling short against well, yeah. against you know Washington and. I called it on the men's locker room. I, I said, give me the Huskies on the road. Yeah. And everybody looked at me like I had four heads, but um, Oregon is another team. It's like they were there, kind of blew out week one. We all saw that. And then they had a pretty good season until then. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it. they've been that dark horse for the last playoff spot because they just kept hanging around. They had that one bad loss of Georgia, which everyone's going to have. And then they just, you know, cruise and take care of their conference. But Pac-12 is getting messy. Um, it is. Huskies now flirting. Uh, you still got Utah in control, probably. You would think they're still the, playing the best football out of anyone in that conference. But you also got UCLA who can mess around a little. It's a, it's. I think it's my favorite conference right now. Yeah, it's more – how I try to say it is more competitive, as you would say, like the SEC, we already know it's ran by Georgia and Tennessee, mm-hmm. big 10, it's Michigan, Ohio state. Um, but then in PAC 12, you know, you got Washington, Oregon, Utah, UCLA. It's, it's there. It's yep. there. Yep. Uh, but we'll start over in the SEC and just go through those. Cause those tend to be the big headliners. Well, acknowledge Georgia stays, undefeated uh our number one consensus seed wins 45 19 over mississippi state wasn't a contest same though. order same time oh every God. game which means sorry right. happens it's, every week it's, it's the same order <laughs> no it's not we try and change it up um georgia good good for you you did what you're supposed to do uh lsu takes care of arkansas on the road but it was ugly. It was an ale biter. It was not very convincing. They've lost a lot of steam after beating Alabama. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. College football is crazy to me. You know, you can beat a team that's been dominating college football for the last couple 
thousands of years, and then all of a sudden, Arkansas, you struggle. You only win by three. Right. So, but, you know, D- Daniels is still looking like he, he should be the best quarterback in the conference next year after, mm-hmm. you know, the the top-tier guys leave when, when, when Alabama no longer has Bryce Young and uh, when Tennessee no longer has Hooker. You know, it, the heir apparent seems like it would either reside – because uh, I, I think Florida, um, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name right now. Florida quarterback. Richardson? Yes. Uh, I think he's more apt to stay thinking he can take control of the conference and maybe be the best quarterback and maybe be able to boost his stock all in that way but I really don't see him getting too much better. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I don't see him much improving at all. Uh, I don't think he, I don't think you'll be able to grasp, especially on the next level. It's so tough, mm-hmm. but um, he, he struggles with decision-making and that's, that's going to hold him back. So how about, um? so yeah, LSU thirteen ten ugly, ugly win. And in conference as well, you have Tennessee hanging 66 on Missouri. It it was close for all of mm, two, almost two quarters, a little less. And then Tennessee just woke up and that hooker to Hyatt connection, man, it's lethal. Yeah, I feel bad for Missouri. Seems like they always get pushed around. They are they are definitely getting pushed around this year. the The surprise pushed around team of the weekend and of the year, especially when you're talking SEC. Uh, Texas A and M loses another game. Uh, that's gonna drop them to what is their record now? That three and seven on the year after they lose to Auburn. Auburn wins another thirteen ten. Um, low scoring affair. I just don't see growth. At all with Texas wow. That's the problem. Like having prospects is cool. Having these guys that you find from you know high school that come to your school as five star quote unquote guys and you're supposed to like take advantage of that athleticism and coach it up. But I don't think Jimbo's doing that. And I think that's what yeah. happened to Florida State. I mean, there's a ton of talent in Florida, and you have to think that Back in the day, I mean, the decision was still there when Jimbo was there. Like, Florida State's still an option. They're a legit program. I should go there. I'll get scouted. I'll get drafted. And But it's just that he left it in such a wasteland. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any uh, any future in Texas A&M. Like, I think they're going to be bad next year, too. Right. I mean, how do you play catch-up in this, in this conference? You can't. These yeah, get out to such fast starts. Like, would you, you you drop two games before you play your eighth or your ninth game, and you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, that's that. That's what's going on with that program. Uh, obviously, well, I know it's thirty-eight-six Florida over South Carolina. Um, Vanderbilt takes care of Kentucky surprisingly, but Vanderbilt can do that from time to time. They can mess around a bit, so not surprised there. Uh, where you want to head now? What conference? Where are we going? Uh, you want to do Big Ten? Let's do it. Big Ten on the weekend. Everyone that was supposed to win, that that is that matters still in the conference as far as winning it. Um, 
still took care of business. You know, Michigan, Ohio State. Oh, except uh, Illinois. What you doing? <laughs> Illinois, you, yeah. you dropped a, an ugly one to Purdue because you just couldn't stop one thing, and that was the quarterback. And, I mean, yeah, that's a tall task sometimes, but, I mean, he hasn't been just blowing people out. O'Connell on the day, though, looked pretty, especially in the fourth quarter, looked really impressive. Um, what do you think of Illinois' unstoppable defense suddenly dropping a bunch of games in a row? Yeah, I don't know what happened in the last couple of weeks because Illinois is – I mean, weren't they 7-0? Something like that, 7-1? and yes. And, um, you know, Illinois was the team that we kind of looked down on. Like they were seven and one, but we didn't know we were, they were seven and one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think it's, it's over now. And they, like I said, a couple of weeks ago about Syracuse, they had a cute season as well. Yeah. I'm trying to find, where did they catch their other loss? Cause they have three on the year now. They've lost, they lost, to, they've lost to Michigan state and they've lost to Purdue in back to back weeks. Their other loss came back in week three. No, they did not play week three. <laughs> do, do, do. I need to know. Sorry, guys. I know this isn't enjoyable, and you may have already beat me to it with your iPhone or whatever you have. Someone's screaming. Indiana week two. Was it? Indiana, yeah. At Indiana, lost 23-20. to 20. That's not good. Loss. That's a bad loss. Someone yeah. was probably screaming through their car right now, it's Indiana! <laughs> <laughs> well, kudos uh, to you for knowing the answer. I, I was yeah. not even close. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like They're still in control of their division by a game, <laughs> I think. I think... Wisconsin's their next closest opponent, but they just lost again this week. Yeah, twenty-four to ten against so they, Iowa. They have a, okay, so they have a two-game lead, maybe, or only a four-game lead over Iowa. But if they, they've got some of these head-to-head tiebreakers, um, but still in the driver's seat. But I mean, come on, that them versus Ohio State in the championship, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> or even us. I don't. I don't necessarily think their their front line is is that good on defense. Like mm-hmm. Michigan's offensive line is elite, and that may oh, be yeah. their statement. So, I, I it, it comes down to the game still. I mean, okay, but Michigan, Illinois this week coming up. We're not on the next week, but just to acknowledge it, after talking to Illinois smack, um, they do get a shot at our boys. So we'll, let's help you take care of business there. Uh, other than that, I mean, Michigan State's on a roll. All of a sudden, they've got two straight um, now. Um, Penn State's been able to beat teams not named Ohio State and Michigan. <laughs> yeah, really. They're what are they? They're so they're yeah, literally they're eight and two. That that's it. They'd be ten and zero yep. if they could beat those two teams, but they're not. What do you think of Penn State right now and where they're headed? It depends. Um, I have to look at their roster a couple more. I think they have a lot of seniors, and I think Sean Clifford, he's probably leaving, right? He's like a 10th-year senior, it seems like. Um, It depends. I mean, Franklin, he was kind of on the hot seat a couple weeks ago. Maybe he turns it around in the offseason. I kind of see Penn State still in the middle next year. I think it's still Big Ten, still ran by Ohio State, Michigan, 
Penn State is just right there. Um, do you think James Franklin is uh, still there? I believe he comes back for one more year. Okay. And it depends. If he – you know, they brought him in to beat Ohio State, Michigan, and he hasn't beat Ohio – actually, has he beat Ohio State? I think he has. He probably has. I don't know. Didn't that. they surprise him like two years ago? I know they beat us, but it's – I think he comes back for one more year, and if he kind of starts off slow again or loses a surprise to, like, maybe, you know, Indiana or Northwestern or somebody, sure, no. I can see him going. Yeah, no fun. Don't, don't do that. Don't yeah, do no, that. don't. I, I, I don't even hate Penn State that much that so I want that to happen. <laughs> uh, let's stay in a big conference but go Big 12. How's that sound? Sure. The marquee game of the week, obviously, and, you know, ESPN treated it so as making it their game day selection, but uh, Texas hosts Texas Christian University. TCU, the Horn Frogs, remain undefeated with a 17 to 10 final there. Uh, I was able to catch a good portion of this. I went out to dinner with an old friend. Um, he records the Out of Tune podcast with me when he has time. He's a busy guy, but um, <laughs> went out to dinner with my buddy Matt and I did not have access to a TV that was playing this game because I live in Buffalo. And that means when you're out at a bar and the Sabres are right, the Sabres are on the screen. So didn't get to that. Um, It was actually kind of cool. We went to resurgence first and that was, that was cool. Although our table was like in the back, like right next to where they bottled the cans and the beers and stuff like that, which is interesting. Okay. Um, but after that, we went to a new place, Briar Brothers. Have you heard of this Briar Brothers? Briar Brothers. It's on. It's on no. uh, nuts. It don't matter. <laughs> Some place downtown, not too far from the arena and such. Oh, okay. I'm not a big downtown guy. Only that's when the Sabres are. Well, like, that's the only time. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do play hockey at Harbor Center. But yeah. other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm done. If it's not hot, right. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, star of the game uh, is is not Duggan. He once again, after having what I said is probably his bet his worst game of the year last week, he follows it up with having a even worse <laughs> game this week. Uh, very head scratching performance on him. He's seen they just things aren't clicking with him and his receivers right now. He's not on the same page. Offensive line's not helping at times too. He's just not as comfortable as he was in the beginning of the year, but it doesn't seem to matter um, because they have a running back who is flying up draft boards. Bryce and I talked about this last week uh, from the sideline scout and uh, it's Condre Miller taking over and being the focus of this offense. 21 carries 138 on the ground and a tutty. He's if they, he, he doesn't go, they're not going right now. Mm-hmm. Right. It seems like TCU is like one dimensional. If the running isn't there, they'll throw it. But if they can't throw the ball, they'll run it. So, I mean, it's a dual weapon. I mean, they're still good. I think they're still, I think they'll go up in the ranks. I think they should be a little bit of above us. I'm just saying that maybe strength the schedule. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Michigan hasn't beat the, oh, okay. Penn State. Penn State's the only ranked opponent win, right? So yeah, I think TCU had they had Oklahoma State that they would have beat when they were ranked, and now they just beat Texas. And I mean Texas, whatever they're 
They're yeah, really. between the 20th and 30th best team in the nation. Right. You see uh, Archie uh, Archie Manning was in attendance for this one? I did not see that, no. Yeah, he was there. And uh, the question for you is, Quinn Ewers overrated? Mm, no. No. I mean, I mean, how – I seen it on Twitter. I was just I was just wondering. Twelve carries, twenty nine yards, zero touchdowns, less than three yards per carry for Bijan Robinson. When right. Quinn Ewers, Ewers, I I don't know why I call him Ewers. It's just the way it looks. Uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, when he is clicking, it seems like it's a lot of play action. They get him on the move. It's a lot of half field reads and getting the <clears> ball <throat> a little quicker, a little more in rhythm. You know what I mean? Right. When that run game's not there, they don't, they can't, they aren't pulling off the play action like they should. Um, and they also, they fall into this a lot too. And Sark needs to change this up. They're fine with running it so consistently on first down. It drives me nuts. It's, it's some, some of the most obnoxious things ever when I can be sitting on my couch knowing like I don't have to worry about first down. I could be calling the game from my couch. And just give me, give me all the first down calls. I won't mess it up. <laughs> we're playing base. <laughs> we're playing base coverage, and and we're just stopping the run because that's really what yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it ends up being thirty nine attempts for Ewers, and I think it's because TCU got on that run game so quick and and stifling it that they just gave up. They're like, maybe we only want to try, which is so weird. It was a one score game, right? I think Sark's yeah, gonna be mad at himself. I really do. Sarkeesian's I think he's gonna be quite mad at himself. Did you see him uh shout out the Bills today? No, I didn't see that. Not in a good way. Uh, oh no. With the way their offense has been falling apart in the red zone and stuff, like he said that he goes, Well just look at you know, the the, the Bills just had this where they haven't scored more than three points in the last whatever quarters of the second half. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> not wrong, but it hurts. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's me. he's not wrong, but it hurts. Yeah. It's it's reality right now. But uh, progress, progressing forward with TCU as a program this year, next year, how are we feeling? I think the sky's the limit. I think players and recruits are seeing this like, okay, they're number four. They have a possible shot at a national championship, maybe get into the playoffs here and there. They can be a little frisky team. Mm. If I'm a recruit and I'm looking at TCU, I'm going to TCU. Depends on my other options. Are too. Well, I, I, these options nowadays, I mean, it's, you, you can buy these options in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I don't even know if TCU has like the competitive money Compared to Georgia, Texas, or Alabama, you know. Where are they? They're outside of Waco, aren't they? And them and Baylor I believe so. are close to each other, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Oil's, oil money is big money down there. <laughs> TC, TCU doesn't have the celebrity status that Texas has got. Longhorn's got the right. celebrity status of McConaughey, and that goes a long way, man. Yeah, it does. I can't think of any football fan that I know that's a celebrity that's co- cooler than Matthew McConaughey. Right? Yeah, seriously. Um. So yeah, Texas. 
I mean, what would you want to talk about them going forward? They're they're six and four, and they still right. have the best player in the country in this class coming to their school next year. Right. So I think I mean Texas is there. I mean they're six and four, four and three, in the Big Twelve. I mean they're kind of in the middle. I mean they they almost beat Alabama. So, they almost beat a lot of teams. Yeah. So I mean they're right there. It's just you know clock management and some kind of coaching decisions. I mean they're right there. They could be top ten, top maybe. I wouldn't say top five, but maybe top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so going around the rest of the conference, uh, Texas Tech hosts and takes care of Kansas. Uh, I've kind of lost touch with Kansas, haven't been paying attention after the early season hype. They just – the quarterback's hurt, he's not playing, and then after that it's just the team kind of just fell apart. Yeah, after they lost their quarterback for the rest of the year, I think uh, kind of all eyes shifted against Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their in-state rival, Kansas State, continues to have a phenomenal season. Um, Martinez only plays a little bit in this game. He um, was in long enough to pass the ball eight times. I don't know when exactly he exited. Um, but backup comes in and looks good, man. Uh, let's click on this dude. Uh, Howard's his name. Will Howard, uh, junior from Downington, Pennsylvania. Anyways, um, Howard steps in, relief roll, 19 of 27, 196 yards, and three tutties on the day. And then, of course, uh, Deuce Vaughn, you know, Darren Sproles 2.0, 25 carries, 106 yards, does what he does. Uh, Let's see how he did through the air. Yep, eight catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. And they're good. (laughs) That's all I got to say. I don't know. They are yeah, seven. Yeah, they're there. I think. Um, I think they're a program to beat next year too. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, how about Oklahoma State getting a rebound again? Uh, this week, uh, they've been kind of teeter tottering back and forth between wins and losses right now. So they get squared away at uh, take care of Iowa. Or I'm sorry, yeah, Iowa State. I don't know why I was second guessing myself, staring it right at it. Oklahoma <laughs> State on the year is seven and three. They got Van Gundy. I think Van Gundy's son is on the team now. I thought I saw that. Oh, is he? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, so best hair in the game stays. This is probably going to stick around in Oklahoma State for next year. Obviously, bowl eligible, but not the season that the Cowboys were hoping for. Uh, speaking of horrible, unforgettable, pathetic seasons out of really good programs, Oklahoma loses to West Virginia on the road. Did you call it a good one? look? I would love to hear that you called this one. No, I didn't call this one. <laughs> 23-20, West Virginia takes that one. Yeah, Oklahoma 2-5 and five in the Big, Ten, uh, Big 12. Not a good look. No. Um, on the day... Um, you got this dude Gray. Never, never talked about this guy before. Uh, senior running back for Oklahoma, Eric Gray, two hundred eleven yards on the ground and two touchdowns in a losing effort. Unfortunately, that's crazy. Wow, no, there's another Daniels playing quarterback. Oh, it's JT Daniels. Duh. <laughs> 
Man, he's just bouncing all over the place. Poor guy. Yeah, he is. Um, he must have got hurt because uh, seven of twelve on that day, and the interception or got yanked. Oh boy, that'd be a bad luck. Yeah, right. Getting yanked and you still win. Yeah. Um, running back for the Mountaineers though. Um, Garrett Green. Um, I'm gonna say right now, dude's a white running back, and that's always very interesting to me. They're few and far yeah. between, and it's always it, it's just so weird to look at. I don't know why. <laughs> I I prefer uh my 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 running backs to just be good, so that's all I care about. But this dude, fourteen carries, one hundred and nineteen yards, and two touchdowns. I have watched him play one game this year, and he has jumped off to me. Um, interesting player. Think he'll obviously enter the draft, but definitely a day four guy. There's no such thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where do we want to go now? Uh, let's see. Let me. Oh, we only have one conference left, really. Well, okay, two conferences. ACC. Did we talk about the ACC? We have not. Take it away. Let's jump into the. Yeah, let's jump into the ACC. Uh, I think Syracuse got steamrolled in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't is Schrader playing? I don't think he is. Let me click here. Okay, he was back for this game. Oh good lord. That's a bad day. Six of sixteen and sixty five yards. Yeah, it's not a good look. Um Syracuse, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. They were having such a great year too. Yeah. It's, it's what do they call it? Just it, it's like uh punching above your weight class. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do it for so long and then it just it falls apart. And boy, did it thirty-eight to three. Oh yeah, I mean Florida State is is the the talent's actually showing up. Um, like Jordan Travis is actually be pretty interesting to me. Um, what he's able to do here down the stretch and help his name. Good stats on the day: twenty of twenty-three, hundred and fifty-five yards and three touchdowns. I mean, two incompletions. <laughs> Right. Anytime more touchdowns and incompletions, you're normally having a decent day. Absolutely, yeah. Florida State took care of business for sure. But uh, another team that don't know what happened is NC State losing to Boston College. Yeah, yeah. I can't explain it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> That's a tough look. Well, I think. They're, they've been bouncing back and forth with quarterback play. I think that's holding them back big time. Yeah, I can say that, yeah. Quarterback's name for B, BC is Moorhead. Just saying. Because <laughs> Connor, like I see it today, guys. Hey, that's how we see it. It's his name, not mine. Who what what pod, oh my god the, so the the Kelsey brothers have a podcast do you know the, the Kelsey brothers podcast oh yeah I've never listened to it but I, I do get clips on Twitter that I'll listen to and Jason was saying the other day he's like when's the last time you saw a white cornerback and Travis is like oh like totally like like doesn't know what to even say he's like so like weirded out by it. And he goes, no, but honestly, think about it. You know why? Because it's too hard for them to play. You need the best players in the world. 
Yeah, really. I was like, it's saying it like he sees it, man. I love it. Saying that, it. That's their them. That's the their thing though. So, uh, well, stood out to you. Um, after the embarrassing loss against Notre Dame, Clemson did bounce back against Louisville. Yes. Clemson sitting at nine and one. I think uh, they move up in a little bit of the rank, but I don't see them in the top five. I I mean, I did just have no one left to play to prove anything. They're, right. They're, the end of their schedule is so weak compared to everyone else. Like, you know, Michigan and Ohio State, they saved the best for last. And, you know, there's, um, you know, T, I mean, TCU already clinched, but, I mean, they're going to need to win their conference championship anyways again, probably. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sky's the limit for Clemson next year, too. I think they're, I think Clemson will always be, always be good. Yeah. Let's see. Well, how Cunningham do on that day? Oh, he did he get hurt too? Does ESPN tell us this stuff? He suffered an apparent hand injury before halftime. He went for X-rays. Ooh. So yeah, uh, Malik Cunningham uh, was pulled in the game. So that's a big difference. We were talking. Me and Bryce were talking last week um, about DJ and how ukulele. Yeah, it's come to the point now where we have enough tape and we know the talent he's playing with and against that projecting him for any amount of growth is just about impossible to do. Yeah, it's slim to none. It would have to be a Josh Allen level of jump, if not Mm -hmm. even higher. It's like even higher than Josh Allen the amount of growth to ever see him playing, not just even college. Like I'm saying, like starting somewhere else next year. He ain't starting in Clemson, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think the um, there was a couple games at Clemson that I, you know, caught, and the backup quarterback. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Somebody's probably yelling at, his, at me right now. We talked about him last week. He's a true freshman, and I don't remember his name right now. Someone's screaming, driving right now, and. uh Focus on driving, bud. All right. Yeah, seriously, you just went through that red light stick. I saw it. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't see, I don't see him playing another snap at Clemson next year. I think they go with that backup. I, there's some times where that backup played better than DJ. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. I think DJ. I don't know. He's so up and down. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll be in Clemson next year. I think he transfers out. Um, we also talked about Will Shipley last week, and I told him that I'm not confident that he can play on the next level in the t- in between the tackles. And Bryce's opinion, mm-hmm. he does it now, and he sees no reason why he shouldn't be able to do it more, on the, or or just as much in the NFL. What are your thoughts? I kind of see it. Yeah, you do. Um. You know, he's he's just so hit or miss, too. Like, he has some good weeks and some games that he's not. Um, I was going to ask you, I know we're you know, both Michigan boys. You see Blake Corum at the uh, next level playing somewhere? I know he's a little guy. Oh, he's going to play. I mean, I, I, I banged a drum for Jared Patterson of UB, and I see them in similar light, except they're, that 
I think Blake's got more of a home run ability. He's actually got that true separation speed factor um, that Jarrett didn't have. You know, Jarrett would need a far much more open hole in order right. to hit his lanes. So Jared Patterson's in the league still and, you know, playing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he should. I, I'm up for the Bills, but, you know. Let me see. Day three pick would be oh, if we could if we could wait till the fourth round to grab him that would be beautiful. I know, right? That'd be so sweet. Yeah. Uh, just probably staying conference. A. Eh? Um, North Carolina Wake Forest lives up to its promise, and it's the Tar Heels on top this time. Didn't watch a single second of this game, but I wanted to. And don't look now. Uh, the Tar Heels are nine and one. Yeah, I just found that out. <laughs> um, like you said, I, I didn't watch one lick of football in this game. Um, but yeah, North Carolina, they might be they might be there, six and zero in their conference. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, May is is taking a huge stride right now, showing that he could be that that guy in three not three draft classes because he's only a freshman right now, but Drake may mm-hmm. is able to excel in areas that so many other college quarterbacks just can't. And it's that consistent hitting throws accurately down the, down the sidelines, giving guys chance, run after catch, all those things like the tough window throws he's able to hit. I mean, so consistently I watch him throw a ball to a wide receiver on the sideline and it's, it's one of those where only his guy's going to catch it. And if he can't catch it, then it's out of bounds. Like, it's phenomenal. Right. Their, um, their schedule is kind of weak, if um, if you kind of agree with me here. Week one, they played FAMU. Don't know where that is. Um, second week, yeah, they beat Appalachian State. I can see that was a big one. At Georgia State, they won. They lost against Notre Dame. Yeah. Beat Virginia Tech. Beat Miami, beat Duke, beat Pitt, beat Virginia, just beat Wake Forest, and now next week they are hosting Georgia Tech, which Georgia Tech always seems to always to be like a you know they they'll lose, but it's always a tough team to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the following week they play NC State, and then they finish the year off at uh, home against Clemson. So, so far of their schedule, what do you think? I know App State was a big win. They can't help their conference, you know, and who they play. When you play who you play in your conference. And they didn't schedule anyone, you know, out there that would challenge them outside Notre Dame and it it handed them their only loss. So, yeah, I think they're a weaker team. I I wouldn't like their chances against anyone they have in the playoffs right now. Right. So, yeah, I was about to say, like, if North Carolina, if somehow, you know, they got that 12-team playoff thing or whatever they're doing. What if North Carolina played LSU? I'm taking LSU in that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a a really big – it's not that North Carolina doesn't have NFL-level players on their roster. It's just the consistency in in where they have them. Like, give me LSU's defensive line over – and their linebackers over, you know, the offensive line for – 
North Carolina. Right. So good week for uh, ACC overall. Um, but we must acknowledge, unfortunately, today, um, Virginia had a a shooting this morning. Um, Mm -hmm. So while we're in the conference and thinking of them, I just want to say, you know, I I pray for all those involved. It's an awful thing that we're going through constantly in this country, and uh, I hope it stops someday. Anywho, I don't know how to transition from that, but I just, I saw their name and I was like, well, I got it. I got to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. The last uh, conference, right? Where are we going? Out West? Pac-12. Pac-12 after mm-hmm. dark, baby. Uh, you brought this game up. I almost completely forgot about it, so it would not be fair if I let off. Uh, marquee game of this conference was? Oregon Washington. I forgot already. <laughs> yeah, this um I caught bits and pieces of this. I mean work was absolutely crazy. So um saw it a little bit. Oregon, I think uh, you know, my men's locker room joke called it. I mean he's an Oregon fan. Oregon will always have a slip up game during the year and it that game means the most and this game mean meant a lot to Oregon. And uh Huskies took care of business, eight and two. It's, I don't even know what it really is like, but like it's always that it's the defense. But I don't know. People are talking about Penix a lot. What do you think of this? Yeah, I think he's not bad. I like him at Indiana last year when he transferred out mm-hmm. to go to Washington. But yeah, I think you know we had a hard time stopping Penix. So and he's a lefty. Yeah. Uh, I the the guys that I trust for draft stuff. Uh, on, we're going nuts on Twitter watching this game between Bo Nix and Penix. And we're like, you know, Bo, Bo Nix is playing himself into the first round right now. Deserving or not, yeah. he probably is. Um, and then Penix is, is keeping it interesting that somebody's going to have him higher than you think he should be. Right, absolutely. Throwing 408, 408 yards against Oregon. Yeah. Top 16, you know, that's, that's pretty damn good. Uh, UCLA played host to Arizona, and now they can just hold that L. Wildcats, big win, big win for Arizona out of nowhere. Um, who is even the coach at Arizona right now? Is it the former UC? Couldn't even tell you one player on Arizona. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, apparently, their starting quarterback, though, his last name is Delora. Uh, Jaden Delora, which my, that's my daughter's name, Delora, which is interesting. Uh, he's a Honolulu guy. He's from Hawaii, uh, Jaden Delora. Sophomore, six foot, 205. So, a little background on him. 22 of 28, 315, two tutties. Good day. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. You know, against a top 15 team. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Zach Charbonnet, uh, Michigan transfer many years ago, uh, and is playing in his what could be his fifth or sixth year. I don't even <laughs> 24 carries, 181 yards, and three touchdowns. So, in a losing effort, Char- Charbonnet still looks legit for the draft. Yeah, he's sweet. I don't know what to think of the rest of this conference and the way it shakes out. So, you got. UCLA eight and two. Utah eight and two. 
Oregon at eight and two. Washington at eight and two. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah. Stop. It's a tough division. Oh, wait, how's USC? They're nine and one. So I wish we knew, I could see the division breakdowns. So I know who's playing who. But um I guess that's a decent time, right, to switch over to previewing. Okay. Absolutely. Uh let's just stay with USC. That sound good to you? Yeah, sure. USC travels all the way uh across town <laughs> to play UCLA. Um nine and one versus eight and two UCLA hosting. Who are you taking? I like the Trojans on the road. Quote unquote, quote unquote. <laughs> There'll be more. There'll probably be more USC fans there. I guess probably. Yeah, absolutely. But I think UCLA or UCLA just lose in Arizona. I think that still stings. USC. I think they're fighting for something. I think USC looking, takes that one. You think they were looking ahead a little bit? I think they were. But you never know. I, it's tough. I don't know. USC's kind of like – I mean, they haven't really played anybody either. I mean, their first loss was against Utah. Mm-hmm. So Utah is ranked. So, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, we'll just handle this um, by conference. It's probably the easiest way. Uh, Utah on the road going up to Eugene to play Oregon. Oof. 10-30. Whew. Oh, man. Get your coffee ready. This is going to watch this one. Huge, huge implications this game. Absolutely. Um, I like Utah. Traveling defense is that what you're going with? Defense travels well. I think so, and it seems like the last you know two to three years, Utah always has Oregon's number. Ah, uh, that's a good point. I do. So I think or. So I think Utah's going to take that one. Okay. I would like to disagree with you, but I'm not going to. I also like the Utes in this one. Oregon is favored at the moment. They are minus three. Mm, uh, so uh, arguably, if this game was in Utah, you would say it's a pick em, but it's not. It's Oregon at home. So other than that, we don't probably need to talk about the rest of this conference because Washington <laughs> gets to play Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Stanford and Cal have long since decided they don't want to actually play football this year. Uh, Arizona right. State agreed. Uh, Arizona was agreeing until recently. They're trying to sneak into the bowl. They're, they're trying to get two more wins here and get into a bowl at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, They'll play host to Washington State. Uh, the Beepers are having a respectable year of 7-3, so. That's that. Uh, we'll go in reverse order. So uh, when we were doing the recap, we went Pac-12, and before that was ACC. So we'll go ACC. How's that sound? I'm in. <laughs> I love how structured we are. <laughs> Absolutely. We're by the books. Uh, what's your favorite game from here? We got uh, Lake Forest hosting Syracuse. Is that interesting? Nope. Uh, North Carolina hosting Georgia Tech. Nope. Uh, Louisville, NC State. Not really. 
uh, Clemson playing host of Miami. Mm. <laughs> this is not a good yeah. Not a good week in the ACC, but I think, you know, it depends what NC State does against Louisville. If NC State loses, I think they're totally done. Well, yeah, I mean, their, their season fell apart a long time ago. Um, they'll be, they're bowl eligible right now, though. So if you can get the six wins, you're bowl eligible. So, and sitting at seven three, I would think that they'll play in something. They'll play in the toilet paper bowl or something. I don't know what they Yeah, call. something crazy. That's another thing that these bowl games are getting the names, you know, getting outrageous. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so glad we clicked on this conference. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, Moving on. Move on. Uh, Big 12. Sure. Big 12 and Big 12. Looking at the games already, I don't know. Yeah, there's just just a couple, like, like TCU can't slip up against Baylor. Like, that's that's another crosstown rivalry, like USC, UCLA. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think all eyes, all, you know, if you're a college football fan or enjoy it, you know, I think all eyes are on TCU now. I mean, West Virginia is messing around a little bit, so Kansas State can't sleep on them. I think Texas should absolutely slam Kansas. Uh, <laughs> in-state rivals, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma play each other. I don't Iron burner. Does Oklahoma even care? Like, okay, entertainment wise, yeah, it might be fun for us. But I mean, does Oklahoma even care anymore? For the rest of the year, do they care if they win or lose? Probably not. I mean, they're sitting at five and five, two and five in the big twelve, I think. They're done. They're done. They're probably just like, screw it, let's just move on. Move on to next year. Let's recruit more. Yeah, right. Uh yeah. Disappointing year. I don't. I don't feel too bad though. They've had a pretty no, good me neither. Couple of seasons. Uh, strangely, I it looks like Michigan ends up having having one of the marquee games of the weekend so far. Uh, other than those two huge matchups matchups in the Pac-12, Illinois travels to Ann Arbor. Let's go, and I'm taking blue minus eighteen. That's a huge spread. It is, especially you know. 21 Illinois, they are a ranked team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like the I like the victors in this one. The boys. I have no reason not to pick Michigan. No reason at all. Would like to see us finally figure out how to pass the ball, but I don't. I think it's a little too late for that. Yeah, seriously. And I actually have some life in the first half. Yeah. But I do enjoy that we're kind of like Alabama used to be back in the day. Where you have okay, so so quarterback play, and then you just pound the hell out of the ball and play good defense, and most right. teams can't hang with you like that. So by the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, they're just like, "We're done. <laughs> we want to go home. You 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 punched me in the face enough." Uh, boy, yeah, bad games all around. I mean, how how about this? Uh, last year the tear uh. Maryland Terps 
Uh, they got a little frisky and had Ohio State on the ropes uh, right before they played Michigan. You think they can beat them up, loosen them up a little bit, or uh, get a little confidence shaken again? I think they'll lo- I think they'll loosen some feathers up. You know, Ohio State struggled against Northwestern two weeks ago. You know, tough they look for Ohio State for a little bit. I know, so I I, you know, I think Maryland keeps it close in the end. I think Ohio State does win, but watch the church keep it close. Beat him up a little bit for us. That'd be awesome. Come on, other tongue of Viola. You can do it. Yeah, really. To finish out, uh, how about Minnesota playing host of Iowa? Um, (laughs) This has some division uh, seeding kind of importance. I don't know if Minnesota is a 7-3. They could still get it. They could still represent the West, so – I was just about to say, you know, Iowa and Minnesota are both four and three in the Big Ten. I like Minnesota in this one. But we could see – yeah, definitely. Yeah, we could see this game again eventually down the road maybe. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right, then we'll head out to the SEC for the last one. Uh, cupcake for Alabama. They normally have Jesus. this. Austin P coming to town. Austin P seven and three on the year. Good for them. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, Georgia will be on the road to play Kentucky. Don't see that being an issue. Yeah, I mean, if this was a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's going to be on the road uh, playing South Carolina. Six and four, South Carolina. Tennessee huge favorites, but it's another one of those spots where just you can't slip up. Mm-hmm. All eyes are on Tennessee now. Uh, obviously, we're both taking Tennessee there. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Ole Miss is heading to Arkansas. We just saw what happened this week, uh, bogging the game down. Uh, I still got Ole Miss. The Rebels are going to probably stay. Yeah, they're going to win. <laughs> uh, LSU hosts UAB. Man. Week 12 is kind of wimpy. Yeah, slow week. Saving it all for week 13, which we will not get into. Um, cool, man. I don't like that the season's almost over. I know. It's kind of crazy. It's flying by. Football is flying in general in both college football and the NFL. Yeah. Um, Playoff-wise, the seeding goes Georgia. Then at the number two spot, you got Ohio State. Number three is Michigan. Number four, TCU. You obviously have the big game with Michigan and Ohio State. Well, that will change some seating uh, if Michigan were to win. Let's say this. Let's say Ohio State wins and they stay the two seed and Michigan has their only loss. They beat Illinois this week. And their only loss is on the road to Ohio State, and it's, like, respectable. It's, like, a loss, but it's a a possession loss. Okay. Is Michigan still in the playoffs? And it's worst-case scenario almost, too, for Michigan, too, that Clemson has won. They've taken care of North Carolina. They only have one loss. LSU? Um, LSU, they have two losses. Okay, yeah. So, so that you, that would be tricky. They'd have you'd ha- they'd have to make the committee would have to make the argument that the two losses are 
better two losses than our one loss. But how would you even be able to say that when your only one loss is to the number two team in the country? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I think I think Minnesota – or Minnesota, definitely not Minnesota. Uh, Michigan, uh, I, think we, I think we stay alive. Yeah. I think so. I mean, USC sitting at nine and one, they have yet to even come close to being talked about really in the playoffs. Right. And I think that it has to go with strength of schedule. I mean, they haven't played anybody. No. They haven't played anybody really. I mean, they played, um, I just had their schedule up just a moment ago, but I, overall they haven't, they didn't play anybody. And then their biggest game of the year was at, um, at 20 Utah, which they lost. So. If they lose this week, that's it for them for sure. Uh, I don't. So I'm trying to think: Is there any two seed that really is worthy of getting in a two seed, a two loss team getting in over a one loss team? I think so. I think Michigan stays alive. I think we're good. Yeah. I t- I've I've told my friend uh, Alex, who's a big listener of the show, uh, member of the network, and uh, he's diehard TCU, and I keep telling him, like, dude, you guys are are controlling your destiny. You have no. There's no reason why you should hang on and, and and remain the four seed. There's no absolutely. Reason. It's all right there for them. So very fun. Those trap games are coming. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, and unfortunately, that those sometimes losing those conference championships can knock you out. That's yeah, absolutely. It happened before where Notre Dame, who didn't have to play in a conference championship, got in, while another team that did and lost mm-hmm. didn't get in. And I was like, right. They had to play an extra game. <laughs> it wasn't how you even – that's not even judging fairly. That's whatever. Committee's always wrong. Uh, that is. Yeah. Week 12 coming at us faster than we wanted it to. Uh, I thank you all for listening, though. Uh, it's been great doing this all year for you guys. Hope you've enjoyed. Hope you're uh, becoming bigger fans like Tyler and I are. Um, carve out some time this weekend, though. You know what I mean? It's – coming up to the holidays here thanksgiving's coming up you know you shouldn't have to be outside doing stuff you should be able to chill and just watch some football Do yeah it. relax sit down get yeah. on the couch everyone needs a mental health day heck yeah make it saturday and make it with college football and then come back and listen right here on the bscbp-radio.com network you know where we are as well as spotify or apple or any of the places that you find your favorite podcast which hopefully is one of this shows that we do here i'm not gonna you know say that i think i'm better than anyone else on this uh show uh not even close to it so if you tell me that you don't enjoy me as much as you enjoy listening to the boys to do the pickums totally get it jack's jack's one of my boy i love all my boys over there so um thank you all though honestly uh i know matt appreciates it as we're finishing out a strong um two-point conversation finale here it's been a lot of fun so we'll be here right up until the end of it though and uh tyler my man great to see you good to see you we'll be back it's gonna be back too worked crazy last week that's dumb stupid work so dumb someone I paid know, dumb. money just to do this <laughs> i know i wish this was my full-time job god dope uh okay gotta go uh two point seven uh two-point conversation is good okay bye